everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight on our edition of Racing at Rockford. I'd like to welcome this evening's guest and a little bit of background about them. Right across from me is Dakota Paris, driver of the 84 car. Dakota, it's nice to meet you. Go ahead and say something into that, into that mic, otherwise they're not going to be able to hear you. Dakota, a little bit of background on you. Uh, how long have you been racing at the Rockford Speedway? Get real close to it, if you would. At the Rockford Speedway, I've been racing five years. And just just in the Sixer class? Yes, in the Okay, all right. Let's I'm a spectator. Okay, all right. Over to uh, the guy in the middle, that is Mark Conning, uh, the South Elgin High School shop teacher. Mark, it's a pleasure to meet you, and thank you for joining the show. Anyway, uh, this is why we can't have anything nice here. <laughs> Technical difficulties. By the way, I will never there you be go. allowed like to be that. here. <laughs> right. That's fine. Let's do that. Yeah, that's, let's just do that. So we're going to remove that mic piece because we got multiple guests on. There we go. That'll be a lot easier, and we can do that. So, so we'll switch things around, but... Moving on here, Mark. Um, I got a question for you. Um, I gotta wait for you to give him the, wait for him to give you the mic. Hold on, race fans, and we and we do have new equipment, so you can probably hear us a lot better now. Oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, no, no singing. Um, Kenny Hemmer says, "Hey, John, my favorite announcer. Thank you so much." Tesha Craft, so ready for this racing racing season. Tesha, I am too, as we all are. Mikey Mahern, hello, John. Jimmy A, uh, Jimmy A says hello to all. Stephen Hillary, what's up? Chance Lounsbury, what's up? Wanda Dobbs. Hey, Wicked Wanda Dobbs, I'm going to see you tomorrow morning for breakfast. I'm going to be down at Jane's Cafe. I'm probably going to try something new. I love the sassy Cassie, but I want to talk about what you guys have. So, Wanda, tell me what I should have tomorrow. All right, back to my guest now that we got it fixed. All right, Mark Conning, now how long have you been racing at the Rockford Speedway? Actually, only been racing two seasons so far. Two seasons. Two full seasons. Okay. All right. And uh, are you are you going to be staying in the Sixers again this year? Absolutely. Because I got to get good before I can. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about another guy here. I uh, had a real nice looking car at the Rock for Speed this year. I, I called it the Wheaties car, but this is uh, welcome Justin Tyler, driver of car number two. How are you, sir? Thank you for coming out here. We had crappy weather. I didn't know if we were going to make this show happen because. I, I mean, we got a lot of snow, you guys. It was ridiculous. But I don't need to tell all you fans that because you kind of know that, and you're inside joining us tonight. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Anyways, um, ways to connect with us, our email address is racingatrockford at gmail.com, or you can message us here on Facebook. If you'd like to sponsor the show, email us. We have a couple of sponsorship packages available. Um, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us. Or if you have questions for the racetrack, you can email the Rockford Speedway, and that is at therockfordspeedway at yahoo.com. And we're going to take a sponsor break. I've done the format of the show just a little different this night. I just wanted to change some things around a little bit. Um, anyways, our sponsors of tonight's show, I've got the shirt on, Jane's Cafe. They are located right behind Cornelia Fireworks. I know everybody knows where Cornelia Fireworks is. Uh, Ronnie Robinson says, how's it going, buddy? Hi, Ronnie. How are you? Jeff Hetherington says, hey, what's up? Hi, Jeff. How are you? Thanks for joining us. Um, 
Also uh, sponsoring us, Jimmy A. Thank you, Jimmy, for sponsoring us. Magnuson Landscaping, quality service at an affordable price. You can reach them at 815-315-7819. If you need a plow, he can do it for you. Tell him racing at Rockford sent you. Also, Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway and racing at Rockford. And speaking of Windsor Pizza, Mark, I wished I would have known there was a surprise coming tonight because... I had crappy Taco Bell before before we started, like at 4 o'clock, and you show up with this mega pizza, and you're like, guess where I just came from? I'm like, oh, boy, where did you come from? Please do tell. Okay, so I knew of the sponsor from Rockford Speedway and, of course, of this great show is Windsor Pizza. So I called them and asked them to make a special pizza for us. I asked for the large. I didn't know it was the size of a football field, but they made <laughs> the pizza. But if anybody knows me at the track, I like giving back, and I'm giving back. And I, I want to surprise this man. So I actually have seven surprises tonight. The pizza was one. I told him I was going to have two surprise guests here, but accidentally, I brought. Now, what you might say, why did I bring four? Well, well, we got. Uh, Go to Paris here and uh, Donning. And you're in your better half, Sierra. Brought my better half, but don't ask the officials if she's the better half. Because it's she'll like beat up, beat you up in the pits or something. Uh, but wait. Is she racing this year? What are we doing, um, Sierra? Get on the mic here, real quick. Well, are are still, you racing? We're still working on the announcement here, but um, she can't race. Well, congratulations. <laughs> How about that? There's going to be a Justin Tyler Jr. maybe here. Did or, you or, did or you a, notice I said I brought three with me? One, two. Let me four guests then. Four, yeah, there you go. Guests. Four. I didn't ask for two. I brought four. Yes, I'm the autos teacher, not the math teacher. Yes. All right, everybody. Um. Also, I want to talk about this here too. The Racing at Rockford Windsor Pizza Parlor Great Race Car Giveaway. That is happening right now at Windsor Pizza Parlor. If you've never had their pizza, I highly recommend it. Um, that's Gerber Collision and Glasses thing. I highly recommend. Yeah. Anyways. Excellent. Yeah, start, this started Wednesday, January 13th. Anytime you spend $10 at Windsor Pizza Parlor in food, not booze. It's got to be food. Sorry. Or you purchase a ticket at Windsor Pizza Parlor for $10. Um, you are automatically entered in the drawing. On Sunday, February 14th, following the, day, following the Daytona 500, we will be drawing the winner live on the Racing at Rockford show. Um, the winner will win a 2007 Pontiac G6. How about that? Actually, that's a sixer race car, and you can see it on Windsor Pizza Parlor's site. I think also we also have pictures of it on the uh, Racing at Rockford page as well. It's a very nice-looking car. It is ready to race. All you got to do is get safety gear and jump in that thing and drive. You guys have actually all raced against it. What? Is, how did you do against that car? How did you do, Justin? Well, uh, I beat it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark, what about you? <laughs> He's very modest, by the way. <laughs> uh, no, I, I did okay against it. It was an okay season for me, but I was glad to come up. I had fun out there. So what about you, Dakota? How did you do? Well, with the races that he's completed in it, I did fairly well against it. And 
You've done fairly well against it. Yep. Well, so it needs a new driver, in other words, correct? Probably. <laughs> Sorry, Sean. <laughs> well, Beer, beer, Sorry, man, beer Man, um, he just, you know what? I like Beer Man. Beer Man's a great guy. He just, he had a really rough year this year at the yes, Speedway. He He's going to be a guest on the show later this year. Um, but I, I, you know, great guy. If you know Beer oh, Man. He's an awesome man. Always ha he always has a great story to talk to you about. But he's not here today. You guys are here today. I also have some other news I want to talk about here. Um, we've got some uh, Rockford Speedway general track news right now. This is what's going on at the Rockford Speedway. The banquet date is set for February 27th. I know you've probably heard this the last couple weeks, and we're uh, reiterating it again this week. Ticket sales will be going on very soon. So stay tuned. The Rockford Speedway page on Facebook and the Rockford Speedway website will be the first place to announce when they're on sale. Stay tuned. Also, the 2021 Rockford Speedway official rule book is out. Yes, it's out. Let's go racing. <laughs> you can find it by going to www.rockfordspeedway.com or there's a link available on the Rockford Speedway Facebook page also. Number three going on for the Speedway, the 2021 season schedule is being worked on at this time. They are putting together all the dates. As you heard David Deary say before, it is just kind of tough because of the pandemic that's been going on. And now all of a sudden, somebody else has been reelected and everything's opening. But I don't want to make this show political, so we're not going down that road. That's all I'll say about that. Um, so there is no there is no official release date for the schedule right now but stay tuned once again keep checking back on the rockford Speedway facebook page at the rockford Speedway www.what oh no no the rockford yes say it in there what is it what rockfordspeedway.com thank you thank you dakota all right moving on to some late model news as we said the rule book is out All right, I think we're good. Sorry, we're, we got a brand new mic. I've got another twin of this coming in next week. So our equipment, we're making a major upgrade. We'll talk about that in a bit. But late model news. Um, if you look at the rule book, I think the rules for late models are the same, but don't quote me on that. Make sure you look at that. Um, we do have some new drivers starting in the division, and I want to let you know who they are as I had to get uh, the okay from them. One made his announcement on Friday's show. That is Adam Cartwright. Adam Cartwright will be moving into the Stanley Steamer late model division. Trevor Robinson, also known as Magic Shoes, is also going to be racing the late model. That's awesome. And here's another surprise. I just talked with him yesterday. Josh Thiering also has a late model, and he will be racing. He said that he's going to really try to concentrate on doing some big eight late model races. Um, it's it's going to depend on the uh, sponsorship thing, as we all know very very well how tough it is to get sponsors. Um, I know Windsor Pizza; they have it. They have at least one car in every division. They're sponsored. So, Steve Blake, thank you so much. All these drivers appreciate everything you've done for them. Definitely. Um, also, one more big announcement here for the Stanley Steamer Late Models: um, a legend has uh, is going to be returning to the uh, High Banks Oval here of Rockford Speedway, and that is Jerry Guiley, also known as JFG. I'm not going to say what that means on uh, the show here tonight, but um, you all know what it means. I'm actually going to see if you guys are commenting on this here. Well. Comment on what that means. <laughs> uh, so Kenny Hammer say. says hi, Justin. 
Uh, everybody else, we're just kind of listening along here. So Crystal Hill says, hi, guys. Thank you, Crystal, for tuning in. Uh, moving on to the Bargain Hunter Sportsman news. We've got new drivers. Can you guess who's a new driver in the Bargain Hunter Sportsman? Any of you? Take a guess. You got to talk into the mic when you say it or nobody can hear you. Give me a sec. Hey, five, four, three. I'm going to go. Justin Wagner, I, I actually am going to say yes, that's correct, and he gave me the okay to say that. So Justin Wagner, who is the 2020 Mountain Dew Kickstart Roadrunner track champion, he is now moving up to the sportsman. Also joining him will be Robbie Robinson, the gentle giant in the 18 car. He's going to be running sportsman. And I got a question for Chad Smith out there. Chad, I hope you're watching the show. I got a question for you. question is, you've ran... Every paint scheme on your race car from the Days of Thunder movie, except for one, will you run the yellow and green City Chevrolet Cole Trickle car? Is that the, are we going to see that with Chad Smith this year? I, I want to know. I, that's the only one we're waiting on to see if Chad Smith's going to do. He's done everybody else. Uh, moving on to the Miller Lite American Short Tracker news. They had some major rule changes in the Miller Lite American Short Trackers, especially for the front-wheel drive cars. If you are an American Short Tracker driver, you definitely need to check out the rules. It's really, really important. Um, have you guys ever wanted to drive one of those? Justin, have you ever wanted to drive a Miller Lite American Short Tracker? All right. Try it again. Have you ever wanted to drive one before? Realistically. Someday. Get closer to it. Maybe like a road, something like it came up. Okay. What about you, Mark? Would you want to change from a six-cylinder to a four-cylinder? Not currently. I'm not against it. Okay. The only reason is because students and stuff. Set up. Sure. What about you, Dakota? Is there a chance we're going to see Dakota Paris in a Miller Lite American Short Tracker car? If the opportunity ever opened up, yeah, I'd like to. All right. But I'd like to drive anything. Sure. <laughs> um, so besides the big rule changes, we've got drivers moving into the division. Uh, these drivers gave me the okay to say their names. Some of these are going to be a surprise to you. Uh, some of you might know. Mikey Mahurin, driver of the 03 Bandit car, he's going to – hopefully his luck will change because Mikey Mahurin has had some really awful luck the last couple of years. I know he had bought Rowdy Kyle Rush's car for the 2020 season, and that car – was rough, and that car was the uh, victim of the figure eight crash earlier in the 2020 season. And, you know, we're actually going to have Mikey Mahurin and legendary Garrison Jeske on the show. I'll let you know when that's going to happen. We're going to relive that moment and talk to both of them and get their view of what happened in that race. I think that's going to be a really interesting thing because, I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, how his pants was when he went. <laughs> <laughs> when he went when he went through it, I have no idea. <laughs> but anyways, um, in addition to the uh, uh, in addition to Mikey Mahurin joining the Miller Lite American Short Trackers, Stefan Hillary is also oh. going to be driving the uh, Miller Lite American Short Trackers. Also joining them, Garrett Braden, who also will be running another Chevy Cobalt. He told me today. So uh, those drivers I know for sure are going to be running Miller Lite American Short Trackers this year. In the Roadrunner news, they had new rule changes as well. One of the rule changes the Roadrunners are allowing is they now can have 602 crate motors, which will be allowed with factory seals. Absolutely no 
rebuild engines. No H pipes, no X pipes or balance pipes allowed. There are also more rules to read over. Once again, you need to go to rockfordspeedway.com. Click on the link for the rules. They are posted. They will answer all your questions. If they don't answer your questions, email them. RockfordSpeedway at Yahoo.com. I, I said AOL one time. That was like a you know a, a long, long time ago. Um, yeah. Um, also we have a driver. <laughs> we we have a driver that's moving up into the Mountain Dew Kickstart Roadrunners. And I, I'm actually kind of shocked, and he's gonna be a guest later on in the year. He was on um the outside the fence show earlier this year, and that is Tyler Vincitich. He's going to be racing a Mountain Dew Kickstart Roadrunner. He has he has had one year of Sixer experience, but he raced in the Sixers and the HSRA. So how will he do? I don't know. I'm curious to see how he's going to do. We're going to talk to him in depth about it when I have him on as a guest. Um, Bandit news. We have some important rule changes for the bandits, so I don't have them listed on here. Actually, I do. I'm sorry. I lied. Uh, A factory rating of 160 horsepower or less. For the motors, for the bandits, no JDM motors allowed. Stock OEM production transmissions only. There are also more rules for the bandits. Once again, go to the Rockford Speedway link, click on it, read it for yourself. In the Sixer division, my three drivers right here in the Sixer class. Um, let's see. I, I'm, before I get into that, I got Warren Warren Thiering checking in saying. Is the sportsman shrinking or is it a wash with some moving up to late models and others moving up to sporties? Warren, there are actually, I think there's other new drivers coming into that division, but some of them won't let me release the exciting news because it's a secret. It's top secret. Um, Dana Lapierre checked in saying, awesome to hear good news about the new drivers and the short trackers. Definitely, I agree with you there, Dana. Um, Adam Cartwright checking in. Adam, you were awesome on the show Friday night. Thank you for tuning in to our show tonight. I just talked about you and your late model. I think you need to take a picture of it once it gets done and put it on Facebook so we can see it. I'm I'm oh, curious to see what it looks like. How exciting are late models to see? Brand new ones, you know. Oh yeah. Late models are <laughs> awesome to see brand new. Yeah. Um so for Sixer and HSRA, a major, major rule they changed. Y'all driving blind. Well, not necessarily. Um, all mirrors must now be removed, and that includes the HSRA, High School Racing Association, and Sixers. Have any of you ever driven without the mirrors in the race car? Yes, I have down at Sycamore Speedway. They don't have mirrors. What's that like? It's quite interesting. Okay. You have no idea what's coming from behind you. Okay. But it's also good for you because... Makes you aware of your surroundings a lot more. Sure. I know we have some uh, mirror drivers in the division, yes. and maybe this will help. Mark, what's your feeling of, of having no mirrors now in the division? Do you agree with Dakota? I agree 100% with him. Now, I even caught myself making a huge mistake with my mirror. I was looking for the guy behind me, and I might as well have been texting while driving because I feared over a damn lane that God knows next to me. But after that... You know what, if you're in the car and you're paying attention to where you are at the track, you should be good to go. You don't have to look in your mirror. You know where the other drivers are going to be good to go. 
Okay. And Justin, your opinion too. Just make sure you talk up and you speak loud into it. Justin, I mean, have you ever, could you imagine racing one of these cars without mirrors? What's your opinion of it? Um, I could. In 2019, I didn't really watch my mirrors all that much, but, um, no, not right. Someone, as I came up on him, I didn't really care, but, um, 2020, I didn't really look at the mirrors all that much to start with. So I had one in my driver's side door. I don't think I looked at it all year. My rear view, I glance at it, but not very often. Okay. So uh, I think the, I think it'll be good because it'll, you know, like, uh, I decided it'll around. So. Sure. Justin, Kenny Hammer's checking in. He's saying, hi, Justin. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stumped you, Justin. You didn't know what to say. Teddy, did you hear the good news about Justin? <laughs> I don't know if he did. Let's see. He hasn't posted it. Let's see. Uh, Lisa Diane says, how do, looks like she says sizers, but I'm pretty sure she means sixers. How do sixers know what position they are in while they are racing? Well, um, we have a great group of officials that work uh, tirelessly at it, and sometimes um, it can get confusing. I can, I can, I know this from experience because my stepson was a scorer this year, and, and I'm happy. Uh, he's happy to say that he's um, not going to be returning because the Sixers are very tough to score. <laughs> I will say that for you. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Moving on to Big 8 Late Model News, the Big 8 Late Model Rulebook is now available, and you can find that at their website, www.big8latemodels.com. So if you're in that division, um, Brian Rogers, he's a friend of mine that I met up at uh, Dell's Raceway Park, and then I met him at Oktoberfest. He lives in the Quad Cities. He's actually going to come out to race at the Rockford Speedway this year, and he has a really cool car. He has the um, Ricky Bobby Me number 32 car. So you guys are out watching the, the, the wreck here on the racetrack with Mark Conning. There you are, Mark. You're in a wreck. <laughs> so they're, they're watching the race that we have on uh, brought to you by Misfit Productions. They did a great job recording all of the races. Yes. All right. So... In addition to, uh, for the Big 8 Late Model News, the most recent news is the return to the Milwaukee Mile on Sunday, August 29th for 38 to 38 laps or 40 minutes, whichever comes first. Um, the Big 8 schedule is getting close to being finished. Stay tuned. I do know some of the dates, but it's not officially able to be released yet. So just stay tuned. It's, it's almost done, and I mean that, and I can't wait. There is a great schedule on tap, and I'm just getting goosebumps talking about it. Um, <laughs> All of us are just staring at the screen in yeah. the car accident. Arca Midwest Tour News, first race of the year. Sunday, May 2nd at MIS, which is Madison International Speedway for the Joe Shear Classic 200. That's their real, their um, most recent news for Arca Midwest Tour. Uh, Midwest Dash Series, first race is scheduled for Saturday, May 8th at Marshfield Motor Speedway. That's what I have for that. And now we are going to take another sponsor break as we are getting ready to get into our poll question of the day. And questions for all of you. Well, we're going to cover some sponsors. First of all, as you can see with my T-shirt on, yes. I've got a Jane's Cafe shirt on. Yes. Okay. All right. Have any of you been to Jane's Cafe? Yes, I have, and the biscuits and gravy are awesome. Now, now, now you, you know how they make the biscuits and gravy. Do you know how they make them there? I don't know how they make them, but they're really good. Well, I'm going to tell you this. They make them from scratch. It's not a... Go buy a bag of, you know, pre-made stuff and mix it, and here you go. They make their stuff 
straight from scratch. And I know this because I've had it as well. I had it on my uh, Sassy Cassie, uh, Cassidy Frisch, amazing job on that. Oh, real quick before I continue on here with uh, Jane's Cafe, um, Adam DeLubeck's got a question for you, Dakota. The question is, did you fix your car? No, not yet. Not yet. All right, there's your answer, man. There's your answer, Adam. Adam, if you'd like to help out, he would like your help. There you go. Um, Jane's Cafe is open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Saturday from 7 a.m. to 1 p.m. They're closed on Sundays. You can find them on Facebook. Once again, check check out their biscuits and gravy. I think Justin Tyler highly recommends it, and I definitely recommend it as well. The best um, biscuits and gravy are made from scratch. Okay. Always. Have you, have you been to Jane's Cafe yet? No, I have not. Okay, so to. well, I'm going there tomorrow for breakfast. So if you're hungry, join me tomorrow at, at, at Jane's Cafe. I'm going to be down there. Um, I think I'm sleeping in, and so I'm thinking like 9 or 10 o'clock. All right. Mark, have you been to Jane's Cafe? I have not. But if you guys go tomorrow and you're before 9 o'clock, just tell them to put it on John Magnuson's students. <laughs> no, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> and no. he will pay for you. Isn't that what you said? I did not. <laughs> say, but nice try. French toast there. It's really good. Very good. All right. Uh, I want to also say thank you to Jimmy A. Jimmy A, a legend at the Rockford Speedway, as we had him on the show. He had worked for the track for 59 years, uh, used to run finish line photos. Have all three of you ever had a chance to meet Jimmy A? Yes, I have. Yep. Uh, outstanding. Um, I was hoping that someday we'd see Jimmy A race a car, but he was very, very good announcer, that's for sure. Um, Magnuson Landscaping, quality service at an affordable price. If you need your driveway plowed because you've been contemplating and it's snowing again, you can call them at 815-315-7819 for all your plowing and salting needs, anything that falls uh, under that section, and they cover the area of Rockford to Beloit, Wisconsin. Um, did did you guys have to snow blow your driveway or snow plow? No, you didn't shovel it, did you? That stuff was heavy. No, I didn't shovel, but... I'm thankful that my dad has a four-wheeler with the plow on it, so <laughs> Very real good. thankful for that. <laughs> what about you, Mark? How much snow did you get? got about 10 inches, and I have a razor with a plow on it, so I use that. Oh, very nice. And Justin, how did you get rid of your snow today? Old school, I guess. Um, had to move two snow banks with a shovel. So, so you need some ibuprofen, correct? <laughs> a lot of it. All right. Or, Justin, you need to call Magnuson Landscaping, 815-315-7819. Tell them racing at Rockford sent you. Absolutely. All Save right. your back and your. Yeah, there you go. And Windsor Pizza Parlor. The uh... <laughs> What was that again, Mark? You caught me on that. What? Save your back. Save and... your back and a heart attack. I'll back off of it. I thought you said watch this language. No, I um, I, I get excited <laughs> as I do on the, uh, the mic during the races. You know how that is. I'm talking to, uh, yeah, Justin um, um, Hawkins right now. Thank you. Yes, there you go. Um, Anyways, back to Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway and racing at Rockford. Their pizza special is going on right now. You can order these either in the in the place or you can order it to go or to be delivered. Todd Snow is out and about. He'll maybe deliver your pizza. Tonight would be a great night to order Windsor Pizza. Call them at 815-708-7309. You can get a 24-inch two-topping pizza for $25. A 18-inch three-topping pizza for 20 bucks, a 16-inch 16, 16 two-topping pizza for $15, or a 14-inch 
four topping pizza for $14. You, they also have deals uh, inside the restaurant. They have two pitchers of domestic beer and a 16-ounce one-topping pizza for, excuse me, 16-inch one-topping pizza for $21. Two pitchers of domestic beer and a 16-inch one-topping pizza and 20 traditional wings for 35 bucks. And I can vouch for this. They have the best Italian beefs in northern Illinois. I'm not kidding. If you have never tried an Italian beef from Windsor Pizza, take the challenge. You will not be disappointed. I recommend cheddar cheese. Guys, have you ever had Windsor Pizza Parlor's Italian beef sandwich before? I have not. You got to get down there. Yeah, and that's excellent. Um. You got to get down there and make sure you tell them racing at Rockford saying, what about you, Mark? Have you had the Italian beef? Actually, this is the first time I've actually been at the restaurant and I got to send props out to that restaurant because they hooked us up tonight, with all this stuff that I went to pick up and then they piled in a bunch more because they knew we were coming today. <laughs> so if any of you are hungry, come on by John Magnus's house. Cause we got <laughs> pizza the size of this house. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> we have a lot here. Oh, okay. All right. Justin, have you ever had Windsor Pizza Parlor's Italian beef before? I have not had the Italian beef, but I've had a lot of burgers there, a lot of other stuff there. And so far, I haven't had anything that I didn't like. So, yes, I really am. It's, I can't say I've ever been to a restaurant that I've loved everything I've had. And I've, I've, had, I've had three things there now. So, I'm three for three. And at Jane's Cafe, which I'm going to tomorrow, I am one for one, and I'm going to go back, and I'm hoping I'll be two for two. So we'll we'll see. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So I also did some looking into this here, and Mark, you know, a lot of this I want to talk to you about this here, and you guys are welcome to chime in. I've got some. If if you're new to racing, you're interested in maybe getting into the Sixer class or the High School Racing Association class, you're on the right show. This is. We're going to really talk about this stuff in depth. Um, David Russell says, hello, guys. How you doing? David Russell, I think that's... David, how you doing? Senior. senior. That's senior. That's senior. dad. So, um, so I, I think we. I talked to David Deary a little bit about this, some of the questions that I have and answers. I didn't have the answer for this, but the. do you know what the minimum age to race for HSRA is? Isn't it 14? I believe it's 14 years of age. Actually, last year they had a 13-year-old race. Who was it? Was the uh, he came I out of know, he but... came out of Parker and it was Caden uh, Lesquay is that right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah he okay, he raced, but when I saw him get in the car and that, I mean, no disrespect, he did great out there. But I saw it, I thought he was like an eight year old getting in the car because he's small for his size, but he did great on the track. He just had a problem in the track. He picked up a piece of debris and it put a transpan. Oh, no. So that was the end of his race night there. But, I mean, he did good in the track. But well, Hopefully I, he'll want to come back and, and do it again, Mark. I, I hope so. so. It's a great way to get uh, people interested in racetrack and young individuals to come on out. Chris Wangro checks in. He says, nice picture in the back, John. Chris, I love that car. I just, if I'd have been voting for the best-looking car at racing at Rockford, I'd have voted for your car just because I'm a Carolina Panther fan. I love those colors. Thanks, Chris, for uh, saying that. <laughs> By the way, he controls the voting, so he should have got you to win. <laughs> I do not control the voting whatsoever. You, the fans, do, and you saw it with your own eyes. Don't you even put that on me. <laughs> Just remember, next time you're at the track, Wagner. 
So, so David Russell says it's Junior. It's Junior. 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 He said David Russell earlier, so now we got both. Okay, both of them are on. Anyways, moving along. Yes, um, some more questions about uh, HSRA. Yes. Do the cars need to be painted with the driver school colors? They do not. They can set it up any way they would like. But personally, I would like them to paint it up to the school colors. I know on the site it said they're supposed to have at least the school's logo name. And the state next to the car, like for instance, um, Parker, Wisconsin, yeah, yeah, like like Tyler Vincitich, absolutely, he was from Wisconsin, so he had a WI next to his car. So if you're from Illinois, you're supposed to have an IL next to your number. That is correct. Okay, okay, great. Was that was a dumb question as I let on, but I'm just you know. No, you're all good. Most people don't know that. Um. Also, this is something. This is a this is a statement here. Um. From HSRA, the driver must present proof that they attended that school if asked by the HSRA director. Do you know if anybody was asked this last season? I know it was the first season. Absolutely. Everybody. It actually came up because one of the um, drivers from the final or second to the last race actually did really well. I mean, he won first place and he smoked the crowd. So they actually questioned if he was actually in high school in that was Blake Leconte, if I remember right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And he yeah. did awesome. He, he did. won by a landslide. But, in that race. I mean, it's the first time he's on the racetrack and he's blowing past everybody. And, of course, start questioning things when things. Okay. All right. Um, Wasn't does, me, by the way. Does the driver need a parent or guardian in the pits? I ha- This is what I found on the site. It says, no, not in the pits, but a release needs to be signed, and the parent or guardian is highly recommended or encouraged to be in the event. If, you're, if, your, son, if, you're, if your son or daughter was racing, would you want them? Would you want to be in the pit, or would you want to be in the stands going, hi, son, what would you want to do? I prefer to be in the pits with them, just in case something was to happen or anything. Okay. All right. David, uh, David Lignell is asking who won the championship last year. David, that's a great question because we're actually going to talk about that a little later on. So stay tuned with that as we have the right people here. Well, we, we probably could use a couple more, but then that could get into a WWE uh, event, and I don't want that to happen. What's that? Talking too loud. You're getting too excited again. Yes, I am. All right. So. So the next part of the show, I've got I've got about twenty five or twenty six questions for for the two of you or for the three of you. Some of you, some of you, some of them are going to be for for Mark because I didn't know we were going to have the guests. But the other questions, all three of you can answer. Um, but so and we're going to go back and forth between Sixers and HSRA. Okay, but question number one, um, this is this is for you, sir. Sir, but. What made a high school shop teacher decide to go jump in a race car and just go race at the Rockford Speedway? Actually, first thing was that I've been at the Rockford Speedway for 10 years nonstop. Well, wait a minute. I got to stop you. So you've been going to that. So you've been a fan for the last 10 years. Who are your favorite drivers? I am not. You probably never even saw me race. It was in 1908. He raced against... George Washington. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you have do you have a favorite driver? No, actually, I got to tell you something funny to do in the stands when we saw the cars come on. Oh, sorry. He would always pick 
driver. That's what we didn't. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, so I used to pick up on whoever's coming out, but you could see some cars were doing sure. really well and others, but we wouldn't come out to every event. We would come out you, to six times a day. You, you, would, you would bet a dollar on the car. Absolutely. See, my kids and I would do that for the features, and usually Dad would walk away with the most money. That's, that's usually how it would work. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if the kids have something to say about it someday. But yeah, all right. That's a hard no from the family, by the way. <laughs> so, okay. Um, how long have you been an educator at South Elgin uh, High School? So I've actually been a teacher now for three full years. Um, so I was actually what they call a traveling teacher before, and I would bounce between two high schools. I was a full-time teacher, but I was bouncing between two high schools, Elgin and South Elgin, and now I am stationed specifically at South Elgin. But with school spirit, was that confusing? Because is there a rivalry between South Elgin Oh, my South God, Elgin absolutely there is. And plus, if you know anything about Elgin High School, it's a little rough and tough of a school. So I gotta tell you a little quick story about this. What, what are the mascots, real quick? What what are they? Uh, so you got the Storm, which is that? South Elgin. Okay. And then you got the Maroons, which is Elgin. Okay, gotcha. Just of us is a moron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so the one student gave me the honor. I guess the varsity football during homecoming get the option to give teachers his jersey to wear for the day. Oh, really? He, he asked me to wear his jersey. I accidentally, I asked, had to say to him, no. And I told him why. Because I think if I wore Storm jersey to Elgin High School, I'd not be having this conversation right now. Um, <laughs> so I wouldn't want to make that mistake either. No. Yeah, so, yeah, they do have a rivalry. And, I mean, Elgin's a great school. I, I still stop by all the time, and I still have been to all the schools. Ah, sweet. All right. This question um, would be for all of you. We start with you, Dakota. Um, how long have you have you raced at the Rockford Speedway for? I think I covered this, but at the Rockford Speedway for about five years, starting 2004 down in Sycamore. Okay. Uh, what about you, Mark? How many years has it been for you? Uh, this upcoming season will be my third season. Okay. And Justin, for you? Uh, 2019. Sure. Okay, Justin, hang on to the mic still because this next question is for all of you too. Um, I, I think I know this one, but um, have you won any races before, Justin? Uh, in 2019. Uh, 2020, we picked up uh, three chains. I, I remember that. It was a very, very emotional time for you. Um, I, I remember that night, and you couldn't have asked for it any better way. That's for sure. Um, Mark Conning, for you, sir, sir have you won any races at the Rockford Speedway? And if not, I'm going to flip what's... the script. Yeah. I, can't, I can't. I think you won a heat race. Did you win a heat race? Oh. <laughs> what's that, Kobe? Okay. All right, try it there. Um, that would be a no for the heat race. Um, what's, your best, what's your best finish, then, in a feature? Feature, I got fourth place. Okay, what about a heat race? Heat race, I came in second. Who beat you? Beer man. Beer man <laughs> beats him. <laughs> All right. Beer man, you owe me a beer. <laughs> hey, yeah, go see beer man. No problem there. Dakota, um, 
for you, what, have you won a feature before? I want to say I have three or four. Okay. Um, what about in the 2020 season? 2020, two back-to-back. Back. Yeah, okay. okay. And I, I should know this stuff. It's been a little <laughs> while. We're dealing with snow right now. Um, what, what's uh, Let's see. Well, I can't ask what's your best finish. That would be a dumb question. <laughs> so moving along, um, Mark, I want to ask you this question here. Mark, you're also involved with the HSRA by having students that you have in your shop class. Absolutely. Come and race in the HSRA series. How do you decide as to who's going to come out and race? Is it on a, you know, the, the kids who work the hardest in class, good grades? What's decided on that? It's kind of a combination. Anybody who worked on the car and puts in the work at school gets asked to come on out. And it depends if their parents sign off. And like you were talking about the release slip. Yeah. Because we're high school, of all the HSRA people that are there, I'm actually the only shop teacher that actually brings people to the track mark i have to interrupt you beer man says no you owe me one <laughs> beer man pay attention to the last question of tonight because you're right i do uh <laughs> justin i now this is somebody watch he's got a question for you chet parmalee what was justin's best win in his eyes uh this is really the uh, best, biggest win I could ever have is my first feature win, and doing it on my daughter's memorial. Like, yeah. It's awesome. There you go, Chris. Thank you. Good question to ask, there. That's beautiful. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, let's see. Okay, Bobby's asking Justin. I don't have a Justin. Oh, I'm, what, I do have a Justin. What am I have? Okay, Bobby <laughs> Estians. No, Bobby, I'm sorry if I say your last name wrong. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spell it. Eschnell. All right. Thank you, Sierra. Bobby Eschnell's got a question for you, Justin. Justin, what was your favorite race you ever had? Uh, same one, same, on Justin? Same one. Okay. All right. Um, there's a lot of them that stuck out. That one probably always be this one. Yeah, it's just Okay. Um, Mark, how many students total would you say you've brought out to the race? in the HSRA during the 2020 season? Eight. Eight of them? Eight of them. Okay. So now most of the drivers in the HSRA, they, they drive the same car all the time. I switch out drivers in the thing. So we will never be able to compete for the standings. But as a matter of fact, I did have one driver come out twice, and he ended up fifth in the points just for racing two races. Okay. Um. Uh, Justin, I have a comment for you from Mikey Mahurin. He says, thank you, Justin, for putting Bam Bam on your car. Oh, for sure. We'll keep her on there. Come back out. Keep her on there. I don't know if the car will be orange. He's talking to the sponsor now, so change the colors up a little. We'll, okay. we'll keep Bam Bam on there. All right. Bam, baby. Um, Mark, do you own the race cars that the students raced in this, this last year? Do you own both those cars? Yes, I do. I personally own both of them. Okay. Um, do the stu do the students, Mark? Do they work on the race cars? One hundred percent. They're the ones that set up the cars. So now, now, when you do that, is that something that you do in the shop at school, or is it you you once you get to the track, you guys start working on the cars at the track? No, they actually set it up at the school. We do it in the end of the season, um, or the end of the school year, I should say, not the season. We set the cars up there. They get to set it up. I tell them all the specs of the rule books, which I know is actually a rule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> He's a straight-up good driver. Um, yeah, so we 
follow all the specs and away we go. So, yes. Okay. Um, and I got to ask you, this is this question's for all of you, okay? We're going to start with Dakota. Dakota, why car number 84? Why did you pick number 84? When I started down in Sycamore, my friends were 82, 83, and 86. Okay. Isn't Nate Swain car 82, if I remember right? Yeah, yeah he's your brother, though. Yeah, that's my what brother. I thought. Okay. But uh, I started before him, and he actually got the car from the previous 82, so okay. he kept the number. Okay. Are you going to always be car 84 if possible? If possible, yes, but there may be a number change. Okay. All right. I've Ma thought about it. Okay. The question for Justin now. Justin, car number two. Why? Are you a Ricky Bilderback fan? He's 02. I mean, are you Michael Bilderback? Is that is that why you picked number two? Michael Bilderback fan. I, well, I like Mikey. Hang around him a lot in the pits after the races. Um, but actually, it's because I liked Rusty Wallace growing up. So, I, you know, number two. So, had that number. Um, 2019, I ran number 32, which was my dad's number back in the 80s. So, kind of a throwback to him. The car looked like his car and ran his number. I'm sure you remember I didn't do so good that year. Yeah. That, <laughs> it was the number of the car. I, 28. I, I oh, think, 32. 32. I think was I wrecked 32 car. times and I only raced six nights. Yeah, it was a rough one. <laughs> I got good pictures of the car in the driveway, not on the racetrack. And, and Mark, now 48. You must be a Jimmy Johnson fan. Is that where that number came from? What, what's this now? It's him. Oh, so I got a trivia, wait, 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 I got wait. A trivia question well, hang on. for you. What do you mean? No, no, no we'll get back to that. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, I got a trivia question right, for you. That? So the final night. They had the race championship. They had the top five cars come on in the track. Yes. He Prior to the race. So he, no. No, that's at, right, the, at the end of the night. The, yeah. they, they announced who yeah. the winner was. There was a lot going on in that race. So I'm yes, there like was. About it. But here's the question. And to everyone at home, did you happen to know there was another car in the track that shouldn't have been on the final five there? There was one out there that shouldn't have been out there. Justin, Dakota couldn't make it because the car was broke. So, Justin, Dakota walked, right? You walked out there, right? No. He did not. So, so it was Justin. Dakota. Dakota drove, but his car was down. You, you drove somebody else's car. He you did. drove his car. <laughs> okay. How so hard is it to make 84, 48? There you go. <laughs> Vice versa. So, so that's why you picked 48? No, it's not actually for that reason. Okay. Right. So actually, the two cars that we race is the 05, which is 2005 was the first year of South Elgin High School. So we pay homage to them oh, okay. for the first year of that. I am totally about giving back and everything like that. So the number 48 has to do with the Rockford Speedway. The first year they actually had a race there. Oh, very, very good. That's why I did. That's awesome. 48. And we are going to be uh, another surprise coming your way. Okay. Um, all right. I got a couple more questions for you here. Uh, this one's for Justin. Um, I, now, now, Sarah, if you could help Bobby. me say his name, it's Bobby Eshna. Thank you. Um, Bobby Eshna wants to know, Justin, what would be your next color if you were to choose? Um, I talked to a possible sponsor today, and they were, they wanted to do something with like black and blue. If I was gonna choose, would I just stick with orange? Um, why I, orange? I, I just, were you a monster truck fan? Remember that that orange crush truck? It was all orange. I don't remember, but I remember Grave Digger, and that was pretty. Yeah, but, uh, right, there you go. Why don't you do like a Grave Digger look on your car? That'd be kind of yeah, cool. that'd be kind of cool. I'd do that. 
I just, yeah. I, I just like the way the, um, the orange, the orange is really bright. I like something that stands out, and I notice from my car, I like it to look. It's, it's easy to see you on the track, and especially for the officials, the number looks nice and legit. And if, if, if you can hear me, which you can, and if you're thinking about racing this year. We, we ask you this. This is from all of us at the Rockford Speedway that, that have to look at your cars on the track. Make the number readable, please. It's greatly appreciated. If you don't, um, there was one that had, uh, I, I, I get it over and over again with this stuff, but make the number so it's it's easy to see it. It makes it so much nicer when we're talking about you. On the vinyl um, looks so much better. Just get a hold of first signs. They did I know, make your car look cool. Um, it was just all orange, and I it's your canvas. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Frisch, uh, Frisch Signs, great job. He's He's got many, many cars out there, that's for sure. Um, Absolutely. Chet Parmalee's coming in with a question. This will be for all three of you. What were all your sketchiest wrecks? Mark hands it <laughs> off to Dakota to start. <laughs> My sketchiest in, is Night of Thrills two years ago. When my tire came off and went all the way around the track. Where were you? <laughs> Where were you when it came off? Where were you at on the track? Front of the pack. <laughs> like on the first lap? Nope, not the first lap. Is a caution happened. What brought out the caution was another car's tire came off and yeah. <laughs> and what were you thinking? If you can say it clean on the on the mic here. Uh, new shorts, <laughs> new shorts. Don't hit me! Don't hit me! Did did you roll the car? No. Okay, that's car good. did not roll. That's good. I just right. went head on into the wall, turn coming right out of turn four, and worst part was it was on a pace lap. Oh jeez. Coming to the green flag. Oh no. Uh huh. And you were on the front row. Yes, I was. Went the pace car. Yeah. <laughs> on the front row, and my brother was right behind me. Oh no. Uh huh. Did he go away wrecked too? Nope. Went on won the race, I think. Yeah, it wouldn't have been with you both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, Mark, what about you? What's your sketchiest? Actually, I haven't really... That one. Anyway, uh, I really haven't wrecked really... It's been day. Thank you. <laughs> Someday I'll learn this. Um, I really haven't had a hard wreck. Uh, the worst that I've had was well, going to be a question later on that you're going to ask me, but uh, really haven't had super hard hits. I've seen a bunch, seen him and... Alice, get into it. I've seen some others. The worst accident I had was actually on the final night when I got spun out and I got hit by uh, Kelvin. Okay. Before we move to Justin, Beer Man checked in. and one. I think he's talking about you on this here, uh, Dakota. Beer Man says, I had a great view of that one. I was three cars behind you. So, yeah. <laughs> Personally, I think it was Beer Man that wrecked you. Oh, <laughs> beer man! You get revenge when you come on the show. I'll be in the right. O two car, the orange one. <laughs> oh boy! All right, You're right, Justin Tyler. What was your sketchiest wreck you've ever had? Uh, sketchy, sketchy or hard? He says sketchy. Sketchy. We're going with the same thing. Uh, obviously, short track of uh, 2019. Um, went into the turn. It was right in the whole race, and they do anyway. They told us they probably would because we had street tires. And I just, I was still learning the track, and I overdrove it. Got into Seth Hansen, and seeing the wall coming, and 
the only thing that went through my mind was I'm not saying on here. Do, do you know, Justin, that in the Racing at Rockford Best Looking Car Contest in round one, I put Seth Hansen against his wife. I just thought that'd be interesting to do it that way. That was kind of <laughs> cool. I I, I can't remember. I know I voted on all of them. I can't remember which one I voted for because I kind of like Tanya's. Well, Tanya went on to win. Yeah, I kind of like Tanya's because it was just brighter and it stood out more. But Seth's a good dude. I mean, yeah. you know, we wrecked at short track, but there was nothing he did wrong. So it's just it's the deal. Okay. I'm going to get back to my questions here. Let me figure out where I left off at. Um, okay, here we go. Um, Mark, this question's for you. Is, or is Excuse me, this is for actually all of you guys. Yes. Um, is there a particular six-year car that's easier to maintain than the other cars? If it is, if there is, which one is it? I mean, you guys run Grand Prix, Grand Ams, Monte Carlos, Chevrolet, Malibu, Maxes, Buick LeSabres. What's the easiest one to work on? I actually don't know if there's one. I've never had this conversation with them. I don't know if there's one specific make or model, but I would imagine like a GM car would make it really easy. Parts are cheap, readily available. They're in the junkyards, stuff like that. And that's the reason to do that. So it's you You really have a lot of access to the parts for the cars. Absolutely. So that makes it a lot easier when you're doing it. Cause... And there's... And there's plenty of, of junkyards in, in town in Rockford and Park that you can in that you can go ahead and get parts for those cars. Absolutely, it makes it really easy to get parts for them. I mean, you can go online order up if you have enough time to do that. Okay. A lot of times you're just using the junkyard. Some of the drivers actually have parts cars at home, so they can actually swap out and uh, take the parts off they need. Okay. Um, what about for you, Dakota? You say the same thing. Pretty much the same thing. I mean, the GM cars, they're pretty much swap over. I mean, Justin had the Monte Carlo, and I had a Grand Prix. I could put my motor mounts on his car if need be. Well, we do have one guy that races out there. He drives a, a car called the Purple People Eater, and um, it's a 1992 Chrysler Imperial. He's the only driver, I think, on the track that runs a Chrysler. His parts might be a little harder to come by. That's Mike Shipman. Yes, it is. Mike Shipman. The Barney Mobile. Yes. Well, I call him the Purple People Eater. Justin, though, would you say that for your cars, the same same thing for the cars? I mean, are you, the parts, you know, is there an easier car that you think? Um, You've ran a couple different cars. Yeah, but mine were all GM. I had the uh, Malibu last year. and Well, that year, last year actually was the Monte Carlo because we're now in 2021. Well, yeah, that too. In 2019, <laughs> I had the Buick Regal, and then I went to the Impala. And then I went to the Monte Carlo, so I've only had, they're all pretty much GM, so I'm, they're all basically the same thing. So, you know, I guess I don't really know, because I haven't had anything other stuff. Okay. But they're all pretty easy to work. Okay. Pa Nalen's checking in here, one of the Nalen family members. He's asking, who won Sixers overall? I can answer that for you. Um, we had, we're going to actually relive that night here. Towards the end of our questions, um, which is going to get interesting, but thank you for opening a can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pa Nalen, um, Dallas Conniff ended up winning the 2020 Sixer Championship, and that was quite a night. And we're we're going to talk about that. So, if you have questions you want to ask these guys about that, this is what this show's for. And you know, just keep the questions clean, okay? I'm actually, I got a shout out. Okay, go for it. So here's the thing. Okay. Uh, not no disrespect to this man, this woman over here, but they weren't actually the first person to come out here. 
It's actually supposed to be Dallas and him. So the reason Dallas couldn't make it, he got in a car accident this week. He was in a pretty bad car accident. Is, is he okay? He's okay. His car is done, but he's okay. Thank you, God. Do you know what happened to him? He showed a picture online of it. The whole front end of his car smashed in, but he's okay. He's actually supposed to come here tonight. But um, I was actually going to have him come along with us, but we thought that would have been way too many people. Okay. Um, Ryan Manway, I hope I say, I hope, I'm hoping, I hope I'm saying your name correctly, Ryan. Uh, Man, Mainwith, he's asking, has, have any of you, including myself, ever seen a 1990 Chevrolet Lumina on the track? Now, for me, I have seen them in the Bargain Hunter Sportsman, but that's, that's a body. But in the Sixer class, I don't think I've seen a 90 Lumina in the Sixer class. Yeah. Yeah. I forget what number it was. 2019, there was one. I just okay. I don't remember who. So. Okay, sure. Yes, I actually seen one. It was back then when I was in the States. Yes. Okay. Um. Okay, uh, This is Mark, this one's going to be for you here. Um, what would you say to another school shop teacher that is interested in doing what you are doing? What do they need to do to get started? Who should they talk to in the school? or at the track. Okay, well, setting up the car is no different HSRA as a sixer. It's the same setup. And and what you can't really do a whole lot with these cars um for for adjustments. It's very very minor adjustments. Unless what you're would... a beer band. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> uh no, just I keep on throwing him under the bus. My bad, beer man. I got two beers now. <laughs> you know, we had a case by the season's over. Um, no, you can't really do much to the car. You're allowed one inch of camber on the right side. You're basically taking the um, cooling out, putting water in, securing the battery, securing your doors, which personally I think everybody should weld their doors shut, but it's pretty straightforward and set. Okay. All right. Um, no, 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 no. Also, I'd like to ask you, um, this is for all of you, is you can just hold the mic, Mark, and shake your head, whatever. Um, you guys think there should be automotive shop in all schools? And if so, why? What benefit? I know the answer, but for somebody that maybe is playing Tony Stewart's racing yeah. on the PlayStation or they're playing Wreckfest and they don't know anything about fixing cars, why would it be beneficial to have a school each school to have its own automotive shop class gives them the common knowledge of working on a car and Changing that's tires checking oil and that's, don't know what to do with that uh-huh something you can take with you the rest of your life then you can pass it down to your kids and how to change a tire kids. yeah how to change a tire you guys you guys learn a lot about how to, how rotate to change tires. tires wouldn't you say oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, what would you say you do the most to your car? Um, what 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 are you usually replacing the most in your car? Uh, for me, in twenty twenty, was vinyl and paint. Uh, for me, it was mainly tires that I was replacing, and I would say most of the people in Sixers class is changing out tires. We could be swapping them from side to side or whatever, but yes. Okay, tires. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm having a beverage break, and 
we're just having a little bit of a, a disagreement as to what we're going. Anyways, um, anything with alcohol would be a good start. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, Mark, I want you to talk about some of the benefits of having shop class in high school. I mean, I kind of just talked about that a little bit, but you know, besides, I mean, I think it's a great career field to get into. Wouldn't wouldn't you agree? I mean, they actually pay mechanics really, really well, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, they do. Um, but a lot of schools like to shy away from that because they want their students, they think college and the AP classes are the road to success. I don't agree with that. I think depending on what you have as a student, you should give them all the pathways that they can to succeed. And automotive is one of them. I don't care if they're trying to just learn how to open the hood or change the, check the oil. I have students like that in my class right now. They're not going to be auto mechanics in the future, but it would be nice to know because they are all going to own cars. It'd be nice to know the sheer basics of it. If you're going to the gas station or the shop to get something done, so you don't feel like you're getting taken advantage of sheer basic stuff. And then a lot of people go in the field. I made a great living at being an auto mechanic. Mark, are in, in class, do you guys do like brake jobs? Do you do you work on the disc and drum brakes on cars, or or what would you say? We actually do show the brakes on the car. So I teach mainly on students. So that is general basics of the car. Right now, I'm teaching them supporting cars up, putting them okay. on jack stands, telling, and then we're going to go into rotating the tires on the car and stuff like that. This year is a lot different because of COVID. Because I normally have my students every day of the week. I have them one. Yeah, it's they. I I'm when I I went to Auburn High School my first two years at school, and then went there. But Auburn used to have an automotive shop, and I I I learned how to do some because of that. And I wished I would have. What's that? I I wished I could have stuck with it because just what I see now down the road in life than what I knew back then. I, I wish that. I would have stayed with it, but I got some more people that have commented uh, and have questions for you. Please not um, beer, man. Well, well, actually, he he chimed in too. He actually said three beers. Oh. So you're you're at three beers now. Um, we'll be up to a case by the time this thing's over. By the way, this question here, um, uh, sure, why Nothing not? About the love. Um, this is going to be a fun one. We're going to go up and down. That's what we're doing. We're going up and down. Hey, um, this one came from my son Greg Magnuson. Um, and he's asking for each of you this here. Um. Which driver do you dislike racing against the most? Sorry for anyone that gets called out. Let's start with you, Justin Tyler. Greg Magnuson. He went the cheap way out. Are you kidding me? Mark, what would you say? Uh, actually, you want a serious answer? Yes. 23. Number 23 is... Brian Nalen Jr. All right. Yes. The Elsa car. Okay. Yeah, All right. And I, and I don't have anything personally against him. Yeah. It's just that uh, we had a little issue with his driving style. And I have no just against the guy. I just had a little issue with his driving style. Okay. Final race. You know, the fans love this stuff. We we wanted, oh. we wanted you guys to tell us what's going we on. We love this. I have no problem doing it. Actually, he he actually caused the change the outcome of the final race. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Dakota, for you, um, the question is, which driver do you dislike racing against the most? Any driver that races dirty against me. Okay. I mean, it's race how you want to be raced. But is there a dirty driver that stands out in particularly? 
I'm not going to let you off that easy, Dakota. <laughs> Personally, up and Robert Stoltz. Oh, Robert Stoltz. All right. Uh, he, <laughs> he was in the one, one of the 151s. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Personally, him makes me coming into any every turn when he was behind me, he was slamming. Okay. But okay. I kind of used that on one of the restarts. I was counting on him to slam me. So, okay. Oh, so wait, out. All right. Um, Bobby, how do you say his last name again? Eschnell is asking, if any of you were to race for a job, would you? If not, why? Probably not, I know, because right. that requires got a family. Uh, really, that's a traveling thing. No, nothing against NASCAR. That's all political, man. Um, I don't want to get into the politics of it. I, you know, to me, NASCAR is becoming a political mess, and you know, I want to. I like short track racing, a little bumping and beating, and uh, you know, just hard racing. And you know, I wouldn't want to do it. For Before we go to Mark, I gotta say something. Mike Stoneburner is checking in. Mike Stoneburner lives in North Carolina. I don't know if you know this about Mike Stoneburner, but he used to race late models. In the 1980s, he drove a number seven car. It was a real cool white with light blue and red number seven. I have an 85 yearbook that has him in there. Mike Stoneburner, all the way from North Carolina. Thank you for checking in. We miss you. I would love to see Mike Stoneburner make an appearance in the Stanley Steamer late models in the 2020s. Our, our weather out there today. We're the Sixers. I don't know if he could. He used to run late models in the 80s. Our weather is just like North Carolina out there right today. Yeah. All right, Mark. Um, so... Back to you, Mark. If yes, sir. you were to race for a job, would you? If not, why? Um, let's be brutally honest. Job in it because I don't think I'd be good enough at it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And Dakota, what about you? <laughs> Depends on what he means by race for a job. Like, yeah, he didn't really specify, so. Um, what would you say? Oh, if, it, if it okay, was my if you job were, to race. Yeah. Would you like to do that for a job? <laughs> as a job no because that'd be a lot of stress on you like kind of like a salesperson uh, you have yeah. to you have to sell cars in order this is to, a hobby yeah yeah all right this is a hobby form all right before you go on to the next question okay we got another surprise oh boy so everybody at home i promised him a bunch of surprises so all the sixers you even in. wrote my name on your car last year. yes i did <laughs> By the way, I wrecked right after I did that. Oh, I brought you bad luck. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. By the way, uh, all the Sixers chipped in to get you a Christmas gift. We're late here. Oh, well, thank you so, so. You, I have to open this yes, online right you, in front you of everybody. Got, you got okay. four of them to open, so be careful. Four? Well, let's go one at a time here. I numbered them, so I made sure I paid attention. Now, this feels like uh, a soda, and it is. It is from, hang on. KY Lake Motor Speedway. Where is that at? Lake Speedway. Oh, I like that. That's going to Okay, go so the bottles are actually, this is your donation to this nice well, basement you. down here. Yes, the, the museum. The museum in the basement. Yeah, the museum. By right, the way, so I'm laying the groundwork down for anybody else coming to that show. Try to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> On the track, they so would be easy. One? Yeah, you got it. NHIS, New Hampshire International Speedway, 1993. 
that's pretty cool. Thank oh, that's gonna look good. We'll actually take down my glasses up there and hang them up there. Okay, well, I'm liking this, Mark. This is pretty cool. I'll give you the bill this last year. Oh, Miami is this Miami Homestead Motorsports Complex? How about that, everybody? Isn't that pretty cool? That is awesome. God, you guys are awesome for doing this. And the best for Where last. Where did this stuff come from? Um, in 1999, or was it 99? Coca-Cola came out with a tribute series to racetracks in the area. And they sent back, and you could see for some of them are the main city ones, Homestead and stuff like that. And some of them were more local ones. Yeah. And that brings us to number four. Well, this is awesome. Oh, boy. By the way, here, he was going to love this one the best. Guys, look at this. The Rockford Speedway 50-year anniversary by a, a competitor company who we used to have. <laughs> I'll switch that back around, but wow. I Yeah, I don't have anything like this. So. And don't open them. <laughs> no, no, never. Um, guys, thank you very, very much. Thank you to all the Sixers who have chipped in with this. This means a lot to me. I am a lifelong fan of this track. I always have been and I always will be. I can't imagine life without the Rockford Speedway, and I'm a much better announcer than I ever was driver. At least I think I am. <laughs> I got to um, say one thing about Mr. Magnuson over here. He has one heck of a passion for the racetrack, he shows it on the track, off the track with his announcing at this great venue here. But there's one passion that he's more at. It happens to be his wife and his kids. That's probably the thing he's more passionate I, about than that. Thank you, Mark. I, I couldn't do it without her support, and I couldn't do it without my kids' support. Um, I have a couple more things here. Absolutely. Here. By the uh, way, that was surprise number three of seven. Oh, <laughs> Um, Kayla Ann's checking in. I, th I think that's, that's your mom, isn't it? Kayla Ann? I'm looking by that look. No, okay. All right. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Kayla Ann's your mom? Oh, okay. Okay. I am sorry. Oops. Scratch Good that. God, I would hope she uh, would Kayla know Ann mom says, I didn't have shop in high school. I had to marry a mechanic instead. Adam Cartwright says, ask Justin where he got his new nose piece let me try, let's try this again. Ask Justin where he got the nose piece for his car, LOL. Justin, where did you get the nose piece for your car? Um, I bought that from Adam Cartwright. It was actually a mid-American front bumper cover, and we cut the headlights out and then used a whole lot of vinyl and bundled kind of fab them into the bumper uh -huh. so it all looked one piece. Oh, very so nice. So that actually came from Cartwright. Okay. <laughs> Mikey Mahurin checked in and says, I know where, Adam. <laughs> um, Bobby, Bobby Eschens, how do you say his name again? Eschnow is asking, do you guys like NASCAR? Absolutely. Who's your favorite driver? Uh, three. Who's, okay, Dale or Dale. Who's you your favorite? You had to look to well, see what number three is. <laughs> who's your, I had to think of anybody's racing number three now or if that number's retired. Are we going with current drivers or past? Let's go with current. Let's go. I want to go with current. Uh, Great. Tough one because I don't really watch it that much anymore. Um, I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott? Okay. What about you, Mark? 
I like Chess Elliott, but I also like uh, the guy that replaced the number three. That would be Kevin Harvick. Harvick. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dakota? I'm currently looking for one. It looking for that sponsor, sponsor, right? Yeah. <laughs> John Magnuson Jr. He races there. <laughs> it was Clint Boyer, but he retired yeah. last year, so. Sure. I I don't have a favorite one. I, I don't. Um I who? Who's that? No, no. I, I you know what? I think I like um Eric Jones. I think I like him. Uh Matt Kenseth, because he's from the area, I would say. Yeah, but he's not um, racing anymore, is he? I don't know if he's coming back or not. Um, Semi retired. I gotta get some more questions here. Um Game on. I'm building up here on stage. Okay, so, so Kayla Ann says Justin Wagner's wife. I am sorry, Kayla. I messed up. I'm, yes, I'm sorry. Um, you have permission to hit him next time you're at the track. Okay. Bobby's asking, could you guys see racing on any other track than right there at Rockford? You would you have you tried any other racetracks? You said Sycamore. Have you went to any other other asphalt tracks, Dakota? Race at no. Okay. I'd, I'd like to race Madison. Madison, okay, yep. you want to race in the Ring yep. of Fire? Yes. Yeah, okay. That well, Beer fun. Man knows about that. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Beer Man says tried getting me to go up there plenty of times. He says my son's car is the car to beat at uh, at Madison. Maybe, maybe Greg will uh, own that reputation, but that's some really big shoes to fill. Mark, what about you? Where, what asphalt track would you like to race at besides Rockford someday? Daytona. Daytona. Pod's going to race at any asphalt. Daytona. Okay. But to be honest with you, like he was mentioning about Sycamore, Sycamore is a lot closer to us from our school hmm? than here. But there's a reason why it came out here. It's because this is a more professional setup, gives the students the tools to actually see what actual races is are, yeah. I should say. The, student, the people that race over at Sycamore, sorry, seem more like uh, basically. <laughs> All right, Justin, what about you? Where someday you want to race at? Um, well, I've done Madison before. I'm kind of surprised ago. none of you guys have said Slinger. I mean, they I'm, run, I think I'm they run Sixers at Slinger, don't I'm, they? I'm getting yeah. there. Um, okay. So I drove a late model this is back in the 90s. I drove a late model a few times, and um, you know, we went to Slinger once, and pretty sure I needed new shorts afterwards. Um, <laughs> did Madison on the half mile, but I'd like, if I can take a six or somewhere, I'd definitely sling her list. Um, okay. Thomas Barter Speedway. I'd, I definitely want to run there once. Um, I actually just pitted for my boss up there on January 1st in the Earl in the ice. And that's my first look at the track. What, what was that like, seeing those guys race on that ice track? What was that like? When the red flag come out, it was hard not to laugh. Um, <laughs> okay. You know, um, my boss, uh, Steve, he actually did really good that day for having a car didn't have much power i was like oh gotta fix a bumper that's cool justin how how many cars were up there to start that race like 40 or 50 cars I think it was like 40 43 or something like that it was huh? quite a few wow no he, he steve was a little under power there no he came by one lap i was like cool i only got to fix a bumper and next time he came by i'm like or run it either way okay um chet's checking and he's got a question for you guys one he's more, asking chet. Oh, um, one more. Okay, go the for it. The thing about Slinger for the Sixers, they're allowed to do a lot more to their cars. I, I know the now. other track that races on Saturday night with us, Jefferson, they also can do a lot more yes. in, in like. Yes. They're allowed okay. to soup them up a lot more. And, okay. Yep. 
Um, checking in real quick, but Chet Parmley's checking. He's saying, are there any bigger drivers? Chet, I can I can assure you there are. Ryan Smith's a pretty good-sized guy. He says, or are they usually small? I'm a big guy and would love to race some time. My, well, my, no, that wouldn't, my, okay, Chet, I want you to look here. This Chet, is my come son, on over here. Okay? This is my son, Greg. He races, he races a sixer as well. I'm a big guy. You, you don't change the seat, Chet. You get into the car, the seat. We're going to get into that. I got to get down to those questions. Um, so yeah, Chet, you can fit into a car. Um, you can fit in the seat of a car. Come on racing. Let's get it on. Jimmy A is saying, I support John as well, doing a great job at the Speedway. Thank you so much, Jimmy. You are my mentor. You are the guy who I looked up to. I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Julie Hendricks is saying her favorite driver is Eric Jones. Um, Sean Warman saying Slinger is a fun track and a sixer, so I know he's done it. Absolutely, um, he has. See, Tracy Dillon, he could win a race car from Windsor. Yeah, he could, so... Uh, yeah, um, entered it today. When we're just talking. Yeah, we're talking about Chet Parmalee. Um, if you buy at least ten dollars worth of food from Windsor Pizza Parlor, you could win a race car. You could win a Sixer. So, just go over there. You could. You could. Oh, you live in Ohio. Okay. By well, the way, I, you can buy raffle have... tickets for ten dollars each because I just did it today. I bought one hundred dollars worth of raffle tickets today. Put my name in there, and hopefully, I win. By the way, that's going to be another surprise a little later on. <laughs> um, yeah, Chet, you don't have to um, go to Windsor to buy it. If you call them, and we'll, we'll go into the phone number one more time at the end of the show. If you call Windsor Pizza Parlor and you want to buy a ticket uh, right on the phone, they'll they'll take your $10, and you don't have to be present when they give that car away. But you, you're going to have to come pick it up. Um, so... Uh, let's see. I'm gonna, Bobby. I'm gonna hold off on your question because we've asked a lot of them here. I got other questions I wanna, I wanna get to, but I'll get back to it, Bobby. Okay. Um, let me find out where I'm at here. I asked you. If, yeah, <laughs> I asked if the students have to sign waivers to race for HSR. Absolutely. We actually have them say sign a waiver for our school. Actually, correct me. Say, I want their parents there. Okay. Now, this question's for all three of you. This is for a brand new driver, for instance, maybe Chet, if he's interested in the Sixers, but this is also for kids too. If if someone's listening to the show right now and they're interested in racing in the Sixers or HSRA, what advice would you give them to get started? What would you, you know, okay, um, let me let me follow it up with another question. How much money would they really need to get started in the HSRA or Sixers class? Now, I know... Some of these cars, you can get them cheap, and I know you can spend as much as $1,000, but you don't want to spend so much because what? What they have some kind of a rule, what a Claim 21 rule, I think it's called. Yes. What is that, What exactly is that rule, guys? So the car can be claimed by another driver. Um, or by the track, correct? By the track, okay. and they can yeah. buy it from you, which is going to be a lot less than the money that you spent for the you, car if you're spending a lot of money. Do you know what they what what it costs, what, what, what they... Isn't it $450? $450 they give you for a car. So no matter what car it is on the track, someone else could claim it for $450. Now, do you, do you guys, how do you guys feel about that rule? Do you think it's good that it keeps the competition fair and keeps people from spending two or $3,000 to try to have that faster car? Because I think that's why they do it, and I think it's a good idea. What do you think, Justin? So, in my opinion, I I would have 
forfeited my points if they'd have done that to me. Um, because I had more than that just in the vinyl alone. But, um, if you're going to spend more than, say, five $600 just to build a car, I think you're spending too much. I mean, like, I sold mine for was day after championship day, and it was all bent up. But, you know, the car proved that it was a good car. Um, if you're going to just put a car together and build it like I did with the, you know, I had the cage in it as much as I could, the racing belts in it, the window net, I'm, I'm big on that safety stuff. Sure. So, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think you'd spend more than four or $500 even to put all that in I had one driver, one person check in, RB Bliss the fourth. His son paid $300 for his car. So, so if you're interested in doing this, you could, you could buy a race car. For three hundred dollars. Oh, you you is, can get it cheaper than that. Okay, they just where would you, okay? Where's the cheapest place to look for a car on Facebook Marketplace? Facebook what do you Marketplace. Think? Facebook Marketplace. Facebook, Craigslist. Okay. Yeah, and, any marketplace. Yeah. Okay, and for you guys here, what kind of car does it have to be for somebody who doesn't have the rules in front of them? It's 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 got to be a front wheel drive uh-huh. car, an American made, right? American made front wheel drive six cylinder with maximum of three point eight liter. Yep. Oh, three nine. Three nine now. Which car is a three nine? Impellis. But you have to have um one hundred and Five inch base. The it's, it's, it's in the. It's, it's in, the in the. It's all in the rule books. Yep. But basically, most of your cars out there, your Grand Ams, your Luminas, your Grand Prix, all these cars would fit it. So, I mean, if you have a car from the early '90s to the late '90s that's a six cylinder, I'm 99 percent sure it's going to meet your requirements. Okay. Um, how many times a year, like upkeep on these cars, changing the oil? How many times a season do you change the oil on these race cars? I've never changed the oil on my car. I can't. Well, that's why he hasn't won. Oh, right there. There, and we found the answer. So, Justin, how about you? How many times have you changed the oil in a season? supposed to do that? Oh. Wow. I, I'm not actually, getting anywhere with these guys. I actually I put fresh oil in it at the start of the year. Okay. And... That oil stayed in there all season. In fact, I didn't change a tire on that till championship night. Okay, all right. Dakota, do you change the oil on the car in, in the year? At the start of the season, I did. Okay. Ran it through and then start of next season, I'll probably change the oil again. Okay. Um, uh, but is... one, one more thing. Sure. So talking about oil, you would think that would not help you in a season. It actually can because I have this conversation with my first year students. Okay. Toyota changed the oil in their new Tacoma to zero W60, which is basically water. But the reason they did that is less resistance, less power, better gas mileage. Now, if you did that in our cars, I don't know if it would make a big difference, but oil could. Okay. One of the biggest costs, I'm guessing, in the Sixer class um, is, is tires. Um, how, for somebody that's starting off, okay, so starting off in the division, how many tires should they expect to go through in a year? And and where do you buy the tires at? I, I've heard junkyards. Does the track sell the tires? What kind of money are these people supposed to spend on tires? And are you allowed to buy new tires? The new tires, I'm not sure about. But. Okay. 
I go to the used tire shop. Okay. I usually go through about two sets a year. So you go through about eight tires a year. That's it. There's nights that I run same tires back to back. And okay. Nights that How I much... come off the track with a blown tire. And... Okay. How much do you spend on your tires? Would you $20 a tire? What are we looking at? 30 bucks a tire. 30 bucks a tire? Okay. Yeah, All right. Tire shop, yeah. Mark, same question to you. There's a lot there. You want me to go through it again? No, no, no. It's okay. fine. Um, tires, junkyards, Facebook, anywhere you can pick up tires. Tires are going to be the thing you change out the most. The right front tires are the one that you're going have, to use the most. Of. Mark, have you ever went to LKQ Pick Your Part? That's also a sponsor at the Rockford Speedway. Have you ever bought tires from LKQ? I've never bought I have used them for many reasons. Okay. All right. I've never bought tires from them. Normally, I'm looking on Facebook. I'm looking at somebody's takeoffs. By the way, if you look at the Rockford Speedway Forum, they're trying to sell tires all the time. Okay. All right. Justin, how about you? I actually get my tires off salvage. Right? I'm just because it's right up the road. So it's close by, but I only pay $15 which, a tire. Which salvage yard is that? Um, that is, is that Builderbacks? Um, no, no. Okay. They're close by. Um, it is actually... The guy's name is Jared. Oh, that, that's um, okay. Okay, I did. I thought uh, it was Ber- Bernier's Towing. Okay. They got. Um, they only charged me like fifteen dollars a tire. Um, I I ran pretty much the whole season on one set of tires, and, and then championship night, I'm like, yeah, they're getting pretty dry rotted, so I put some new ones on for that night. But, so I ran, you know. But on the other hand, you know, stuff over. If someone hits you, you could blow one up. So you might most. Jersey probably go through more tires than I did. Could have ran that last night on the tires I had. You need to say that into the mic. Right, right front tires and right front fenders. Okay. Right front tires the one you're going to use the most because that's going to have the most pressure on it in the turn. If you look at your tire after race, you can see if a guy's been driving hard because you can see the tread actually peeling off some of the tires. So you can actually pay attention to that. This will be a good subject to talk to one of your future guests about. Okay. Tires. Yep, about tires. Okay. Tyler. Oh, okay, sure. Yep. We'll, we'll talk he's, to him about that. He's gone <laughs> through. Yeah, he's gone through quite a bit. but. Yeah, I think he had. Having another beer issue. Sorry about Running that. Running low. Right. Anyway. Thank you for our sponsors. Um. What adjustments are you guys all allowed? You can adjust the tire pressure, and I think there's like one other thing. What is that one other thing? You can adjust the camber and the right front tire. And that's it. You can't do right nothing front else. Right front suspension, not the tire. Sorry. Okay. All right. Yes. Yeah. But yes. Yes. Okay. Um, Unless you're beer man, then you can do more. <laughs> <laughs> Four. <laughs> Lisa Russell Nolly says, David Nolly has one in the shop. Chrysler 300 for 400 bucks. Contact me. Sure. Okay. Contact me if you're interested. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, Mark, wait for a minute. Okay. He stepped away for a minute. Um, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna ask you guys. Well, that one's for Mark. Um, for you, for both of you guys to get a car race ready for HSRA or Sixers, what do you need to be, what needs to be done? How long does everything take? Like, like on race day, the cars, you know, do you work on the car every day of the week or do you, you know, what, what, what are you doing with the car? 
You, you know, if we're at, if we were at Windsor, hang on. I was just thinking right. of this because Steve Blake is laughing at me right now. Um, you you know, um, if we were at Windsor Pizza Parlor, um, I, I've actually never ran out of beer. <laughs> okay, I had to say that for Tracy and Steven. So thank you. Yeah. All right, all right, back to you there, Dakota. Well, if you ask my uncle, he'll tell you that I, I'm a last minute person. Got the car ready at the last minute and. So you're you're the one your uncle's like, why do you wait till the last uh, second? Yes. Is that correct? Partially correct and partially incorrect. Okay. Sometimes I'll why, why wait? Why? Is there a benefit to waiting? Do you do you Whether, have like a, a you have like a ritual that you do pre race day? No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> Usually it's weather. Yeah. And you never know what the weather is gonna play it out. Does the weather change the way the car is handling yes so if it's uh humid outside humid the car handles a lot work yeah okay all right no one all right i'm sorry we're having (laughs) lovely mark (laughs) you didn't have the mic up there they don't know what you said you just got in front of there all right okay um, Justin, you have some, do you, I mean, you work on the car all week. What, what's, what's the preparation for your car? Um, for ours this year, um, last year I kept, and, oh, my chair spinning. Spin around this way. <laughs> Woo-hoo! So in 2019, I kept hitting the wall. So I worked on the car pretty much every day of the week. And, uh, in 2020, we worked, uh, Sierra and I worked on it pretty much daily. Wait, wait, now, now your wife? Yeah. Works on the, now I've only known one person who's who's uh, better half worked on the car, and that's my buddy Lucas Stevenson, who I raced legends with. Lucas, if you're watching, how you doing, buddy? Uh, his his girl Savannah. I mean, I, I enjoy. I actually used to pit next to them, and they had a air conditioned trailer in the summer, so I knew where I was in the summertime. You betcha. <laughs> but so your 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 wife would help you work on that race car. Yeah, she'd be out there. Um... She's a keeper. She, she'd be uh, spend hours, spend hours out there during the day while I'm at work or whatever, you know, just taping off all the stripes and everything. So when I got home, I could just put the orange back on over it and then touching up vinyl. Um, she helped with tire, getting Take tires. I think it was a 54. Not sure. 54. <laughs> I think I know that driver. Guys, I, I have to chime in for one minute here. Um, uh, Steve Blake here. Yeah, we're we're getting to laugh as I mentioned earlier. He says this is you, true. You know, you know the rules, Steve. I'm not going to mention the rules of Windsor Pizza Parlor, but yes, I know the rules very well. Uh, Beer Man says, "Damn, I think that makes it a 30 pack." So um, this is going to get interesting between Mark and the Beer Man. By the way, it's probably going to be two cases by this night's over. By the way, all right, Justin. <laughs> all right, go ahead. Kind of hard to scratch orange paint with another car that's orange paint. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. All right. What other cars were Mark? Yeah. As we're as we're winding down the questions, how are we doing on time? What are we on for time right now? Okay, yeah. So right. we're so anyway, we're getting we're close go- to the wrap up point here because I got a prize to give away tonight. So everybody stay tuned. I've got a prize. Thank you for we've just got extra guests and this is good. Question for you, Mark. Yes, sir. Is HSRA any more dangerous than, say, playing any other high school sport, for example, football? 
wrestling, lacrosse, basketball, baseball. I don't know about you, but if I took a, a fastball to my face in baseball, um, I'm going to really be in trouble, possibly breaking my orbital um, if, if that. Um, what would you say? Is it is it really any more dangerous? You guys have safety gear, Absolutely. belts. I, I mean, mean, football is dangerous. What would you say? I'd say it's less dangerous because there's a lot more safety precautions involved in this racetrack. And even though the drivers are going around the track at 55, 60 miles an hour, um, the worst wreck I've seen, everybody was totally fine, not a problem. Um, so, yeah, I've seen football injuries where people have broken their neck. I actually did that. And I saw that in my high school year. So, anyway, but I have a question. I got a challenge out there for all the divisions, and that will be my next surprise. Okay. Well, so, hold, hold that thought. I, I can throw in a. Okay. I race BMX also as another hobby that's, on that's Sunday. And that's a sport. Yes. Yeah, you guys, um, I've I've been to Cyril's bike track, yes. and y'all get tangled up sometimes. Oh, yes. And you get ran over, don't you? Yes, do, we do. do. And you know a friend of mine, um, Eric. Do you know Eric, Eric Rogers? Rogers? Yes. Yeah, I used to DJ with him at Skateland. So, Eric, if you're listening, hello, Eric. At yep. Skateland, yes. That's where I came from, was a <laughs> roller rink DJ. <laughs> yes. With BMX, it's a lot of beating and banging in turns. Yeah. And going down the streets. Would you say you'd, you've gotten in more injuries in BMX yes, or in racing? In BMX. Okay. I've broke my collarbone and had to have surgery. In BMX racing, not BMX racing. Wow. Okay. Yep. Had to have surgery and then I still went and raced. So you, you would say you feel a lot more safer being in a race car than you would in the BMX racing? Yes. Okay. So hopefully that'll help answer a couple of things. I got a few more things I got to chime in here. Julie Hendricks says, Justin and his wife helped with my new Sixer. He is awesome. He also put the first dent in it she said sent in it but she meant dent uh michelle perillo hi michelle how are you he says lots of us wives and girlfriends do help work on the cars along with all the sponsorship deals absolutely that's for sure it's a and, family affair and uh bobby says i love dj and it was the best oh yeah it's DJing's a, a fun deal when you can have that fake voice. I've always wanted to go on the racetrack and go, all right, everybody, it's Saturday night at the Rockford Speedway. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> we would like to hear it because we can't hear it in the cars. No. All right, so I got to move along here. So you want my or, next surprise? You, you, how, well, we're running out of time. Okay, so I'll make it a two for one. So I'm challenging all the other challenges. I'm challenging the late models, the bandits, and everything else. So all I six talk, classes. I'm challenging everybody. Okay. My daughter's calling. Uh huh. Where are you bad. at, Dad? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that is not the challenge. Here's the challenge. So I made a phone call to Mr. Deary, and I asked him if he, we could do something, and he said yes. Okay. So in the figure eight bus race, Sixers will have a bus painted up in the Sixers class. First surprise. So Second, one bus is going to represent the Sixers class. It's going to be number so, 666. Okay. You, <laughs> I don't think I'd want to drive that bus. I um, already know who the driver is. So you guys should have to have a race for it. You by guys the, need to have a race for it. By the way, I already know who the driver is. You guys should race for it. Who's going to be the driver? Uh, the guy that won the championship, Dallas Conniff, is racing. Dallas Conniff is going to race the bus. And, oh, wow. I already made State it. So Rockford Speedway, you heard it here first on Racing at Rockford. 
Dallas Conniff, is that the figure eight school bus race? Yes, it is. Isn't that, isn't that on Night of Thrills, too? Yes, it is. So Night of Thrills, Dallas Conniff is going to be wheeling the school bus and the school bus figure eight represented uh, for the Sixers. I like that. And That's anybody awesome. who is the champion from here on out gets to race the next year. Oh, that's a really good idea. I yeah, like so that. I came up with that idea. He said that is awesome. That kind of ties in with Windsor Pizza with the chances of winning the Sixers class. I entered. I bought 10 of them tonight. Uh-huh. I actually hope I win. Normally, I would set up a car with my students this year. Yep. But because of COVID, I don't know if that's going to happen. We're going to still try it. I'm putting another car on the track this year. That was the other question I asked Mr. Deary if I could do it. He said it was an awesome idea. I am putting a car together. And I'm going to donate it to the Rockford Speedway. Oh, how awesome! And that's going to be that's going to be for the HSRA only. No, it is actually going for both. And this is actually going to be like a bucket race team. So if anybody in the stands uh-huh. ever wants to race a car in Sixers, you could pay to be in that car for that night. You Who? want to see? You could. Watch- so you could- you want to see how to race on the track? You can come on out there. You can see how the O2 and 84 wreck you. You can. <laughs> so, 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 race fans, if you're in the stands and you say, I can do that, well, now you're going to get your chance. We're uh, of, Yeah, David I, Russell says, I'm in for it. Um, so, my he, question He's wanting is, to do the bus race. Uh, Michelle Perillo says, I got my racing start in the school bus. She'd do it. Um, and, oh, all the classes, paint up one of the buses. Let's sponsor every one of those buses in the big eight race to give the fans something to cheer about. Also, we're sponsoring the cone. We're sponsoring you. We're sponsoring wait, wait, everything. You're, you're sponsoring the spon- cone? I want to sponsor a section. I oh. want the figure eight. I want the Sixers to have a section. I like and that. And the bleacher creatures, of course, because like those that. are our people. Um. David Nolly's saying, uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> we, have, we have technical difficulties. Um, Dave Nolly's saying, Dave Nolly will drive the Windsor Pizza Parlor bus if Steve Blake is good with it. So how about that? Ted says, I'm coming. How much? <laughs> Brody Byer says, I know I can do it. How much? I want to see drive the X. Kenny wants to see you drive the X in it. All right. So anyways, I got to move it out. I like that. That's That's really exciting stuff. I just can't wait to get the schedule. I, I, we're all waiting for the schedule. David Deary, we want the schedule. Quit teasing us. We want it. I got to send a shout out to that family because they're awesome for what, everything they do for our track. I mean, I don't know if anybody gives them enough props for everything they did, especially this year, because that was nothing but a S show this whole year. And they put it together and got it going. So I'll hold that props. Pot. I got to show everybody. I want to show you something here. Oh, here we David go. David Deary came on my first show, and David Deary donated this to the show. This is this is a Rockford Speedway coat from the 1970s. David said, and I've added this to my collection. So, David Deary, thank you so much. You're um, the man. Like I said, I I can't imagine life without the Rockford Speedway. A lot of us can't. I just I can't. So I got that from David. Thank you so much. Let's give that back and hang that back up. Um, it's the best view of the night of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Okay, so this is for you, Mark. During a six-year race, you do run two cars. Another driver you've had in that car is Sean Murphy. He had a feature win in the 2020 season. What was it like for you to have a teammate 
win his first feature. I mean, he I I got to interview him. And he was like, I mean, he was just on cloud nine. It was so fun talking to him. Absolutely. Most people, I mean, when I came into this season, I had two goals for myself. I always set goals for myself, no matter what I'm doing. My goal was to be in the top seven and to have a conversation with you in the finish line, <laughs> either in a feature or um, for one of the heats. That didn't come true, but I finished in sixth in the points, so I got half of my stuff done. Um, but to be honest with you, I, I actually take more pleasure out of seeing him win than I would take myself win. The two biggest nights of me seeing is actually when he won the first night. That was awesome. You knew what was going on. That was completely awesome. You couldn't have wrote a better script than what happened that night. Um, I personally think he got been robbed out of the championship. But anyway, that was awesome what he did there. Okay. That was beautiful. I mean, you couldn't have scripted any better. And then watching Dallas Conniff win. And then, of course, watching this gentleman win two sure. races. I take more pleasure out of that than watching me go. Although I've never been. Kenny Hammer's giving a, Kenny Hammer's giving a shout out to Driver X, John Reynolds Jr., Kenny Hammer says, I want to see Driver X, John Reynolds Jr. race in the school bus figure eight. Well, <laughs> talk late to model me. driver. Take, uh, you're in. Just challenge, go paint up one of the school buses, and then you guys choose who the driver is going to be. Mr. Deary said we could do this, so it's up to you guys as a division to go pick it. Right. And you know what? It's, it's a great sponsorship for the divisions to Go on out there, and it's great for the fans to see it. One of the things that I noticed was during your conversations, Dan chimed in what the favorite car was, and they picked Chucky's car because the kids liked it because it had a Chucky doll on it. It wasn't because he was the greatest driver, not bad driver, but it was just because of that, and that kind of chimed in my head that we could do more things like this, and that's what kind of chimed in. Yep. Uh, Bobby's asking if uh, do we have any derbies here and would the drivers think of trying or have they? Yes, Bobby, we actually do have uh, demolition derbies. Um, they will have them on enduro days. Um, they have had a sixer demolition derby. Um, Nick Schneider could probably tell you about that pretty well. Um, yes, he could. You. We also have a, uh, a four-cylinder demolition derby at the Goblin 250 following a 250-lap race. The cars that are left have a choice to go ahead and be involved in the demolition derby. If you've never been to any of the Enduros uh, following the demolition derbies, they are a one-of-a-kind event. Uh, the, the, awesome. the one we did earlier this year or earlier last year in the 2020 season, we had Danny's Toy Show going on. Do you guys remember that day? All we, the bands that were around. It was the first time yep. that we really had the stage set up for live music, the OGMC, that's the Old Gray Music Company. Oh, yeah. That's the group who did our music for our theme show, our theme music, which is awesome. Um, actually, Adam Delubak just checked in and says Chucky wants to ride in the bus. Awesome. <laughs> All right. In the chase. He's out. Um, as we're winding down here, what is this year's goal for you? Make it through the season again. Okay. If I win, that's a bonus. Okay. Mark, for you? Top five and to talk to you in the center. Okay. Justin, for you? Um, probably gonna be taking most of this year off. Uh, I worry taking care. So, um, might try to get out there a couple times. You never know. But uh, <laughs> boy or girl, it's gonna be John. No, there's already two of them out here. I'm a junior. But uh, we're. Hey, John. 
If, if, if I do it. I am a Johnny. Anyways. If what I'm tossing the idea on is the, like the Enduros toward the end of the year or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, I'd like to run in July close to my daughter's birthday. Run for her. But on the other hand, she reminded me that's pretty dang close to the due date. If something goes wrong, she could possibly have the baby at the racetrack, which would be pretty cool. All right. I, I, I got to interrupt real quick because I think I forgot something. Um, okay, I had a poll question. Just everybody, you can chime in and say yes or no if you if you want. Um, I forgot to ask, and I'm sorry. We just got real, real busy here, and um, away we went. Um, the poll question of the day is... Who is the worst driver in the Sixers class? Oh, that's not the poll question. Beer man. All right. I have. I didn't say that, beer man. We all voted Anyways, on that. The poll question of the day is this. If Would you like to see the Cone of Challenge be offered in the Mountain Dew Kickstarter Road? Mountain Dew Kickstart Roadrunners features. Would you like to see the Cone of Challenge in there? Just say yes or no on a uh, comment by saying yes or no. Um, please let us know on that there. Also, we still have our prize question to give away, but I've got a few more questions here. Um, I want to talk to Justin about this one. These questions are not easy. So everybody, some of you were talking about the end of last year on championship night. Well, we're going to discuss championship night right here right now justin going back over the 2020 season coming into the championship night you were currently the points leader and you were wrecked out in the feature some fans felt like you were taken out on purpose do you feel you were taken out on purpose and if so why would why would somebody do that well i think it had something to do with the team that the guy was driving for um Earned earlier in the week, there it's going to be interesting, and uh, I was trying to keep an eye on around me, you know, keep an eye on where them guys were on the track. Like, okay, I just got to keep a little distance, you know, be all right. You're talking about the cars that were running close to you in points. You were yeah, trying to yeah. keep an eye on those cars. Who was close to you in points that night? Please do tell. Uh, David Kevin, Dakota Paris, until I took him out of the equation. And uh... and they're sitting right by each other. Oh, man, this is like the WWE drama. Oh, that, I will say I wasn't trying to hit him. I came out of the corner, and uh, Kevin had actually, for whatever reason, David Kevin got sideways going into one. And I'm not sure what happened there, but he kicked up a ton of dust. I came out of the turn, like, okay, I can see now, and all I seen was an 84. And uh, clobbered him pretty good, and I was like, okay, the car's still rolling, still in this. And then, so we did a few laps under caution, got lined up. And as soon, I, I looked in my mirror, and I seen that 82 was back there. He was with his team. And I was like, all right, put a little distance between you. Well, as soon as the green dropped, I thought I had some distance there. Come out of two, and he, just, he was down toward the infield by the wall. Who was that there. that done that? Forgot who was driving. Okay, anyway. all right, all right. But it was the 82 car. Okay. Um, he came all the way up the track, hooked up left rear, and sent me through the infield. I, I think that was Jeffrey Tenor the second, if I remember. It right. sounds right. I okay. didn't remember the name, but it's the only time the guy raced all year. You know, in the heat race. I mean, Kevin had talked to me before the race and said, you know, best man win, whatever. You know, I'd, I'd kind of go, okay, well, see if you keep 
Okay. And, uh, you know, Kevin raced me clean that night. He didn't, him and Stoltz didn't really get into me at all during the year. Okay. Um, I never really talked to him much, but I never had any big problems personally with him. Okay. Um, but then that last race, his cars on were like, this thing would be, you know, and I got sent through the infield. Somebody asked me, I won't, but they asked if I was waiting on the 51 in the field. And I was actually trying to get the car started again. No, I had personal feelings in the car. When I came out of turn four and I seen the 151 sitting at the bottom of the track smoking, I had some interesting feelings that night. I had a, hey, we're still in this thing. Okay. All right. But, um, okay. Um, now, Dakota, you were mentioned in this. Uh, what, what would you be your response on that, Dakota? I mean, you were you were running third. Yeah, I was running third in points. How many points behind Justin were you? Oh, it was real it, close. Wasn't it within ten? Within twenty? Yeah, all within ten. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if they could hear you, but I could. Right. Anybody in the top four had a chance that night to win the championship, and actually the guy in fourth ended up winning. Unlike some of the other divisions, and I'm not trying to bash them, I know just the way the season worked out. Had it very tight. At, I mean, if he ran the full season, he missed a week. Ran the season. If he would have ran that week, average. Oh, wow. Okay. That's our chance. Okay. But I'm not trying to say that. Okay. So Dakota, go ahead. You were in third place yeah, for points. In, in third for points, and we came out of turn two. There, there's wreck happening in front of us. Okay. So I tried swerving down to the bottom of the track, and that that was a really rough night. Yes. I mean, there were yes, there were was. a lot of wrecks in that race. I, I mean, it was. I knew the points, how um, close you guys were, and I just I'm trying to picture what you guys were going through, and it's okay. like another caution and and. And points leaders were getting knocked out, knocked around, and yeah. getting damaged. I mean, David Cavan's car, he took significant damage, and he's smoking. And he had, pardon my French here, one hell of a pit crew because that pit crew got his car together and back out on the track. And that's that's really something to see. Yeah, it was. And then Justin's, at the time I was mad, but after the race I was glad he was able to finish. and. Yeah, because you, Justin, you also had a lot of trouble with the car. But all right, I gotta, um, I gotta go on to Mark now. Um, Mark, have you ever intentionally wrecked anyone during a race? You were mad at them. Did they did, did you dirty, or you thought they did you dirty? What would you say? I've never intentionally wrecked somebody. Have I intentionally hit somebody? Yes, I've done it twice. Oh, please do tell. That driver would probably Beer Man, I owe you another one. <laughs> um, so it was actually Beer Man, but it was last, not this last season, the season before the last. 2019. So he okay. hunted me in the rear, which caused me to go into the wall. So I wasn't too happy with him. So I decided to retaliate with him, which he probably doesn't even know I did it. And I tried to slam him in the rear. But the problem being is, I did not have proper bumper support on my car. So when I hit him, I actually hit him with my left front tire, which blew my, I bet the rim, and that was the end of my night. But, yes, I hit Beer Man, and then I tried to take a page out of Dakota's page, trying to, like, 
bump people that try to get through. It didn't end too well for me. Um, well, it didn't end too well for the person I hit. <laughs> but, but uh, okay. yeah, it was, a, it was an accident. I apologize for that. To be honest with you, most of the time I'm on the track, 99.9% of the time, I try to race clean. I try to be good. I mean, the one race I was leading, these two guys were right behind me. I wasn't trying to be an a-hole to them, try to block them out for faster. I let them by. Um, and that's how I try to race. Every once in a while, tempers flare and stuff like that. Like I told you about the 23 car, he on that final night, he hit me in the rear eight times. One of the times I almost thought I broke my damn neck, he hit me so hard. And that's what took out Kevin. But I actually had some choice words for him, but we're all good. I have no ill feelings to the guy at all. Okay. Um, all right. Guys, we're we're running out of time here. Where are we sitting at time right now? So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to our prize question of the day now. And this is this is what we're gonna be giving away tonight. So if you win You get um, to name the baby. <laughs> um <laughs> we've got we've got for prizes tonight. You will be winning a ten dollar gift certificate from Jane's Cafe and a size two XL t-shirt from jane's cafe almost like the one i'm wearing right now i'll spin around real quick if you... ah. it's it's Let's also look. got it on the back uh it's gonna be size 2x and you'll be able to um go down to jane's cafe and claim your ten dollar gift certificate and your size 2xl jane's cafe t-shirt support Remember, them people yes definitely i will be there tomorrow for breakfast you can come down there and join me if you want put it on the um, tab Steven, oh, Steve Blake's asking, oh, Steve, I'm going to get into your food in a minute here. Um, but all right, so here's the question of the day, or the, the, the prize question of the show. The first person that answers this correctly, you need to comment on here. I will announce you as the winner, and I will message you after the show and make sure we get all the details set, uh, squared away for you. All right, are you ready? I already said the prize. <laughs> my yep. my technical guy was like, "What's the prize?" All right, get the name of the baby. In yeah, not that's not the prize. All right, here we go. In 1985, who drove car number 98 in the Grand American Late Model Division? Once again, in 1985, who drove car number 98 in the Grand American Late Model Division? The first person that can give me that answer wins a $10 gift certificate from, you guys are not eligible. John Magnuson Jr. No, that's not the answer. <laughs> so once again, in 1985, who drove late model car number 98 in 1985? First person that guesses it, that's not related or works for the Racing at Rockford show, will win a $10 gift certificate from... Jane's Cafe and a size 2X uh, T-shirt from uh, Jane's Cafe as well. So Michelle Perella is saying John Canals. That's not right. Kenny Hummer says Bobby Hacker. That's not right. Mikey Mahurin says Bobby Wilberg. That's not right. Keep trying. I'll give you a couple more minutes, and then I may have to make an easier question for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, as you're still guessing here. I want to let you know, we'll give you some news here, our uh, uh, Racing at Rockford news. I want to apologize for our technical issues last week at Windsor Pizza. Windsor Pizza's never had um, a live show done there before, so we did have problems um, with the internet. 
that has since then been fixed and it is good to go now. So next next time we're on, um, we have new equipment. We have upgraded equipment. We have more equipment coming in. We've got a Roadie Podcast Pro. Go work. Good, good. Yeah. Okay. So we have new equipment coming in. Uh, David Lignell is asking again. So enough. Uh, one who won the championship? Once stop right quick. David Nally got the question correct. David Nally, I'll, I'll, Terry Weatherford is the answer. 1985 car number 98 was driven by Terry Weatherford. David Lignell, the answer was David. Um, excuse me, Dallas Conniff was the winner of the number the, eleven, the number eleven car for the 2020 Sixer champion. So David Nally, let me make sure that's right. Where did I go? Lost it. Yeah. David Nolly guesses the answer correct. David Nolly, you will win a $10 gift certificate courtesy of Jane's Cafe and a size 2XL t shirt courtesy of Jane's Cafe. Why don't you join me down there for breakfast tomorrow? Um, but I also want to talk about our next week's guest as well and all that stuff there, too. Um, one more final thank you to my sponsors Jane's Cafe by Cornelia Fireworks in Beloit. Jimmy A, a very special thank you, Jimmy, for everything you've done for us here at the show. Magnus and Landscaping, if you need driveway plowed or your business plowed, 815-315-7819. They do cover Rockford, Deloitte, and Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway and for racing at Rockford. And Steve Blake has asked how our pizza was. And my God, there is so much food here. We still have a lot to eat. Steve? Your food, as always, is amazing. I just don't know what awesome I'm going to try. What am I going to try when I go back down there? What would you recommend? I've had the Italian beef. I've had the boneless wings. I've had the chicken bacon ranch. I haven't had pizza. For, well, I am having pizza now from there. But what would you recommend? I mean, what do you guys think? Tell me what I should try next from Windsor Pizza Parlor. A burger? You think a burger? I think we should challenge him to do something for the Speedway. Even with Steve Blake, he's done a lot now. I know yeah. he's done a lot, yeah, but here's lot. I know he's done a ton, but here's my idea. Okay. Could he do something for the fans that are tailgating at the Rockford Speedway special for them? Well, I, I know that at the end of the night, they uh, really slash the prices on the pizzas. Oh, no, I know that, they... but I'm talking like a tailgator special. Up for the fans that are tailgating All right, so the races. I, I have a I have a recommendation that came in. Somebody's saying a bacon cheddar burger. That, oh, there you that go. Sounds good. Bacon cheddar burger. Bacon I'm gonna try and, that one next. All right, Tracy said that. Tracy, I'm gonna take you up on it and try it. Um, but once again, make sure you check out Windsor Pizza Parlor. They're also on Facebook. They are doing the race car giveaway February 14th. They are giving away a race car now. Next week we will not be on the show. There will be no show next week. We will be on vacation. I will actually be um, in warmer weather um, in San Diego, California. Lucky. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, and also next week is the Super Bowl. So next week there will be no show. That is the only week that we will not have a show. Um, we will be on every other time. So the next time we'll be on is Sunday, February 14th. We will be at Windsor Pizza Parlor, the official pizza of the Rockford Speedway and... What else? And? Racing at Rockford. Thank you. Okay, you remembered. Great. Um, 
Yeah. Um. So February fourteenth, and that's the day that we are dr- that they are drawing for the winner of the two thousand seven Pontiac G six Sixer race car does that the you guys raced against. Does the winner have to be present? The winner does not have to be present to win the race car. They are also giving away contingency prizes. You do need to be present at Windsor Pizza Parlor to win the contingency prizes. Oh, wow. Ron Hoskins is checking in and says, hello, Ron, from New Jersey. So, Ron, thank you for checking in all the way from New Jersey. I hope your weather is better than us. We got a lot of snow last night. Um, okay, Steve Blake checks back in and he says, done deal. My team and I can do anything. So, Mark, you're, you're going to have to make a stop down to Windsor Pizza. I've already so, made one. Awesome place, everybody. Go hit it multiple times. Try everything on the menu. Great people down there. And, and on here on the Racing at Rockford show, we um, we put their specials on daily. So, you can tune in to either Windsor Pizza Parlor's page. Also, tune in to Jane's Cafe page. They do have their six daily specials. They do post them on their Facebook page. Also, on our page, you can tune into that, too, and I will be talking about my experience with Jane's Cafe next time we're on. But remember, we're not on next Sunday. Kick back. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Why don't you go down to Windsor Pizza Parlor and watch the Super Bowl? That would be a great place to watch it at. I know he would love to have you and have some of the great food, too. Um, otherwise, we will be back on February 14th. I will post that on um, on the page here next week. Um, if you want, also, our guest next next time we're on, February 14th, our guest will be David Russell Jr., um, we're going to have him and possibly his dad on that show that day. So that'll be kind of interesting talking with a Miller Lite American short tracker driver who's been in that division for years, also ran Super Cups. So that'll be kind of interesting to hear the difference between those two. I mean, Amanda Bone was just on, and she went from Super Cup to American short tracker. Yeah. Um, remember, you can listen to the replay show on Facebook at Racing at Rockford, also on YouTube if you like podcasts, we are on Spotify and SoundCloud, and that's going to do it. Thank you all so very much. It's greatly appreciated. Guys, thank you once again for your time. I appreciate you all coming out. It means a lot to me. All right, guys, take care from Racing at Rockford. We'll see you again. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Thank you very much, everybody. Yeah.